that works. I'll we line both, them up. We both did after three, just <laughs> FYI. <laughs> we did. I forgot. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> welcome, everybody. If you couldn't tell by that spectacular little intro, this is our first podcast. <laughs> also, the name is uh, still being decided. Yeah, the name is pending. But we are two best friends now showing our age best friends for like 20 years i think it's coming up on um oh my gosh yeah we're not that old we just met when we were really young uh we're two best friends who don't live in the same state and so we facetime every week we are those um og harry potter fantasy girlies and we found out we were liking and reading the same books and so all of our facetimes just turned into talking about about these books so we thought we would record it and if you don't have a best friend to talk about all these books with join us welcome we love you i can't imagine that world it's the it's the worst thing ever when you're like flipping through pages you know and you're just like oh my gosh and there's just (laughs) nobody to talk about it with and the significant others you know you try and bring them in but they just can't one day yeah I can't get mine to read at all, let alone the books that I want. So so how we started, everybody, was we started reading A Court of Thorns and Roses, and we both blazed through those, and it's probably going to be our first love forever. Everyone was saying Throne of Glass. A lot of people are saying Throne of Glass is better. I don't know. Um, TBD. Yeah. But that's what we're going to start with. So we started reading it, and we were like, well, you know, we... We're just obsessing over Court of Thorns and Roses and talking about it constantly. So let's read these and record them and see if we have just as much of an obsession. So I have seen, have you seen, there's like a lot of ways to read this series and everyone's got their own opinions on how you should do it. I feel like I can't, props to everybody for that commitment, but I just have to go in order. I can't. Throne of Glass, you know, was her her first one. And I think two or three years later is when she put out the assassin's blade as like the prequel. So some people say like, read them in order. Some people say, put the prequel in like after so many books. I think some people it's like, read the first three, then go read the prequels. Some people do. Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Some people do a tandem read. I think of the last two, I could be wrong. I'm not sure I'm smart enough for that. I, I don't think I could, I couldn't, I can barely keep the people up in my head. Like right now. So if I'm like flipping through chapters, I would it'd be it'd be too much. I'd be willing to try once we get through it all the way and go back for like true. a reread. That's true. That might help. I agree. That you're right. That might be easier once you've kind of established your, you know, all the stuff and then but with it all being so brand new, it's like I was just thinking about this. Did you listen to the this book or did you no. read it? Okay. I read both of them. Okay, so we're gonna we're just starting. Sorry for everybody if you have a, a preference in how you want to read these books. We're just starting from the very first one. So we're reading. We read the prequel, Assassin's Blade, first, and I just realized I didn't listen to it either. I read it. So if we pronounce any of these names wrong, I feel like people will be like, "That's not how you say it." And well, I they can just freaking do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tell us how to how to say it, and we'll fix it. I understand if it, if you're used to hearing it one way, and it's just like grainy because someone's saying it another way. Well, but we all have different voices, in forgive, our head, and that's kind of the part about reading that makes it great. Yes. So forgive if we're pronouncing it wrong. Tell us how to pronounce it later. Okay. So how do you say the main character's name? 
Okay, so I was, when I read the first book, I was saying Selena, mm-hmm. but then now, as I've read more of them, I don't know, is it Selena? I think it's Selena. Selena. That's I how think I so. say it in my head. That's And that started to make more sense when I was like, continued to read it and how they spell it. So I think it is Selena. So we'll say it that way. Okay. Okay, so book one, prequel, Assassin's Blade. What, I kind of liked, what are your just first initial thoughts of that book my initial thoughts are going to be again influenced from finishing a court of thorns and roses mm-hmm. because i was just still stuck in that world so i kept feeling like i had to reread the same line over again and be like this is a different world this is a different right. world yeah this is strange it's, because it's, this is not the same right well and it's obviously it's interesting because it's by the same author and like there's rumors that the worlds are going to connect i think they so will. it's I hope because there's a lot of realm similarities. Talks. Yes, right. Yes, but then it was also like she sets it up similarly, and so I had to remind myself that it, like you said, that there was two different things. Like it, the the names of the towns are different, and the areas are different. Yeah. And I you love know, the maps. The, I love. I did the too. Maps. They make such I a big too. difference. And but I thought it was slow. It was, and I hate a, to say that. Yes, and that's where I do think it was a little bit slow. I feel like maybe if we had read this book after the first three or something like that, I'm assuming, you know, each little character she meets in each different story is somebody that's in the series. And so it's giving you the background on how they they met and everything. And so I bet if we had read this, like when she first released them all one at a time, you'd go back and you'd read this prequel and you'd be like, oh my gosh, that's how she, you know, met this person or whatever. But like our fresh... Thing, it was a little bit like all right that's that's fine and there was not because there are all these little short stories there's not a lot of time to just like dive into these people I like the short um, stories though yeah it was kind of a fun intro to break it up just like the whole setting like I'm just so curious how the world came to be you know and they just have this like tyranny or tyrant of a king and he, okay, so they said he banished magic mm-hmm. a long time ago. And I'm so curious how he did that. I think you could only, in my mind, I think you can only do that with magic. Right. So I think he's I, just an asshole hoarding it for himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so the first story, The Assassin and the Pirate Lord, which is where her and Sam go to that kingdom, actually to negotiate slave trade, which they didn't realize... I thought her and Sam's little banter was fun and interesting. I didn't really, and you don't get any more, you know, it starts with them all sitting at the little table finding out that someone's been captured, one of the assassins has been captured, and Ben, who was her mentor and kind of brother-like figure, died. But, like, you get nothing from that or what they were doing, and I find that interesting. I also find it interesting because... Clearly that assassin was captured by the king's people. They said they were in the king's dungeon. So it's like, there's certain things they don't want the king to know. But obviously, like, the king and and Oberyn, I think, is is that how you you said his name in your head? I say Arobin. Arobin? But I don't know. Either either or. Arobin or Oberyn. I need to Um, look at it. It was A-R-O-B-Y-N-N. Oh, okay. See, I'm probably way off. I don't know. They have to have some kind of understanding or agreement for, like, these assassins to operate. Like, clearly they're not 
completely working together because they wouldn't capture their assassins and like try and get information out of them if they were 100% copacetic but like I think to have such a widely known established group of assassins there has to be some kind of that's what I thought was weird it's just like they're world famous assassins this place and people are just like cool yeah they're like we know that there's a society of assassins and they live in this like elegant house that we just like walk by and and they just are out in, in real society. Life. And we're I just mean, are living oblivious to it. Well, I think that's the thing is I'm sure there are plenty of assassins. What's interesting is like it's not usually super well known, which I guess, you know, they like conserve her identity, but not all of their identities. So I, I did know. like her like confidence and her swagger walking into that pirate place, that yeah. pirate guy's office. Yeah. I love her just not being afraid of anybody or intimidating. And but she was like I'm 16, also- right? Mm-hmm, in that one? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's 16. I feel like it could get her in, like, tiny bits of trouble, the arrogance and the confidence. Oh, yeah, I think that's her but flaw. But I'm, I'm a big fan. And then I love that she just, again, at, like, 16, you know, once she finds out they're trading in slaves, which they never say, I guess it's money, but they never say, like, why he wants those slaves or, you know, why they're being sent to Oberyn, Arabin. But I'm, I guess it's just because it's money i kind of thought either he has a secret dark side that he keeps Mm -hmm. from all of his little minions which i think is more likely or Mm -hmm. b she's trying to make him look like a villain not selena but sarah Mm -hmm. is trying to make arabin whoever look like a villain but secretly he was maybe gonna like get those slaves and then free them yeah but that's just me being optimistic Mm -hmm. i think the better idea is just that he's an asshole yeah because I yeah. think he had a part in killing that guy. That seemed really fishy. Yeah, yeah, all of that seemed I don't trust him. fishy. No, he's a fucking dick. Who? Anybody who captures an eight-year-old and makes them train to be an assassin, and, like, the psychological, like, you can just see the psychological You can, and it, yeah, abuse. I mean, he, like, plays into Since the childhood. mentor, father, but also a little yeah. bit, like, romantic partner. Yeah. And, and it's very weird. It's it's creepy all around. And also, like, the, the financial side where she was like, he keeps giving me all this stuff and I had no idea I had to pay it back. Yeah. And now yeah, I just owe this just huge so, debt. Mm-hmm. It's so calculated and so fucked. Yeah. I do love that her and Sam, because obviously they, you know, were rivals all growing up, but then he, like, helps her. She thinks he almost dies. And then you can tell it's like, okay, we're, like, linked together from now on. So I thought that was, like, a fine little story. I'm curious if I... Do you think the Pirate Lord will come back in the series at all? Or do you think that was just one of those stories to to show, like, her kind of start of defiance? Because I'm assuming up until the 16 years, she's always just done what she was told. I feel like that's the just the first example where she changed her own mind and went against the plan of, like, what she was told to do. I think that he will come back just based on how many little details circle back yeah in the other series that's true yeah i feel and we like still he have might so have many kinda... books left so i just feel right. like he's gonna come back i feel like everything she does is very intentional right and so these characters are being and set I, up for a reason i agree and i wonder if even some of the like the one slave who spoke the common tongue or their primary language whatever english for the readers you know that kind of helped like row the boat and like set up freeing everybody and like that whole move i wonder if like he'll show up somewhere or some of those people some of those people that she helped to like remember her so i don't remember were those slaves from indovier i did it say where they were from don't think it said i think they just said like they had 
because that was just like a big slave port. And so they came, I feel like, from kind of different places and then got sent to other towns and cities and places where they could be useful. Do you think that that pirate guy is working with the king? I mean, he had some kind of business deal because that's who they were talking to. They originally went there, I think, Sam and Selena, because they thought he had information about what happened to Ben and why those assassins were killed. And then it turned out it was a business deal. Like this pirate lord had agreed to sell, I think, or give Arabin those 200 slaves. I think he was giving them to him. I don't think Arabin was buying them, which is also why he was so upset. I thought he was buying them. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. It's been a minute. Yeah. I thought that was just a good little story of her kind of first acts of defiance and deciding like what I want to do is more important and then just seeing how they set up like the scheme I love like the pretending to get drunk and like starting the brawl you know of just this kind of crazy town of just like roughneck people and they're just mad and I thought it was a good little story what about the silent assassin I liked the silent assassin story the little story the whole little story before that one where she's like it's the assassin and the healer where she's at the inn, like, on her way to the desert. Mm. I really like, I say Yurine, which is the little maid, you know, that was there that she helped and, like, taught to fight and everything that wants to be the healer. I think she's so sweet. I'm sure she will come back yeah. and play some kind of key role. And I just liked the, you know, women helping women kind of thing where she's like, you've got to, I mean, you seem tough. Like you have the mental toughness. I can see you like assessing this bar room and like working your way around it. You need to match that with like some self-defense skills. And I like that it was a very short story and she just like showed up, helped her and then like moved on out. And I, I liked it. And I'm excited to, you know, have Irene come back or hear more about her story or see how she ends up helping Selena in some kind of way. Yeah. I like that one too. Mm-hmm. Just because that's how I want to be. Like, I, I could picture you as that. Actually, but then also the things. most compassionate, like, she wants to be a healer and, like, help people. And I feel like that's, like, you perfectly, where you're, like, so smart and so intelligent and can, like, defend yourself. And then also, though, you just have, like, the most compassion for anybody ever. Well, well, that was so. just very sweet. <laughs> So that wasn't this like a super eventful story. I think if it had been kind of any longer, it would be like, okay, but it was a very good, just like, you want to remember this person or, you know, going back in time, you've met this person and you adore her and like, here's how they met kind of thing. And does it say what happened to that girl's parents? Do they have similar? Her, so her mom, I don't think it says anything about her dad, but her mom was a healer as well back in their home village. And when the king started, you know, conquering all the territories and banishing the magic. Uh, that's right. She, they, it was kind of like almost like witch hut style where anybody who had practiced any type of magic or if you were associated or anybody just spoke like, oh, she gave me some tea one time and it <laughs> cured my cold. <laughs> they were all like, they went on like a murdering rampage. So her mom kind of fended them off so that girl could get away. So Yurine could get away. And she hypothetically was murdered. Now with any of these fantasy stories, I'm always like, I don't know. She was turned face. She's somewhere. Right. That's what happened to her mom. And that's where she, so then I think she said she lived with like family members for a while that she wasn't super close to and saved up money. And then she wanted to go study and be a healer. And I love that Selena leaves her like the money 
and her brooch and everything so she can go go do that and so i just thought it was a great little story and then it was the assassin in the desert where she goes to the silent assassin's place i like and that one so much i did like that one i liked kind of seeing even though we don't get to see that much about the culture of like where selena trained and those assassins there's clearly like a contrast in the training styles and the the leadership techniques with the silent assassin versus Arabin, you know and he's like it's more community and like uplifting and like choice it seems like they can choose to be hired out if they want or they can stay and train and I just like that she's just like in her mind it's like that first time you get exposed to something different like you know you never know anything better outside your situation until you see something opposite and she's just like maybe like things should be different you know and I really liked it and I like the setting of the desert I just thought it was cool how she's supposed to be the world's best and she was struggling to keep up with her challenges. So I kind of thought, how has Arabin known as the top dog Mm -hmm. whenever this guy has his normal people just kicking ass? Mm -hmm. I loved The Silent Assassin, which is amazing to say because in a book where it's literally about words, it's a book, the fact that he says nothing and we still like have this relationship (laughs) and like him is very impressive on Sarah, Sarah J. Mass's part. And the horses. I thought that was fun. I know. I know. I, okay, so uh, what was her friend's, like, roommate's name? It was Ansel? Yes. Yes. Yes, it was Ansel. Did you, when you first met her, were you just like, oh, yeah, best friends, she's great? Or were you like... Yeah, I was totally sold. I was blindsided. Totally (laughs) sold by this girl. I was like, yes, you know, she's finally got a friend. Mm Mm-hmm. This poor girl, she can't advance. She keeps being held back. She's working so hard. She's so fun. Yeah. And then the and second she was like, you stay here in the market and I'm going to go mm-hmm. do this. I was like, oh, God. I know. I know. I thought she was sweet. I am not a trusting person. So every new character, I'm like, hmm. Hmm. You know who's definitely going to come back? Hmm. Spiderweb thread guy. Spider silk. Yes. Yes. I loved that she little exchange. She will find a way to get back to him. Yes, I loved that little exchange and thought it was just delightful. But I do like, and I mean, here's the thing. I think Ansel is all of those things. She's She just has some trauma and she's going about it in the way that you instinctually want to, but in the long run is not going to help you as far as like, it kind of reminds me of Michael B. Jordan in like Black Panther where he he like takes over Wakanda to like, help all these people who are in need with all this because they have all this technology and like weaponry and it's like I totally understand why you're doing that and where that's coming from but just like the long-term damage of it that's like they're all the reaction we want but it's not gonna make you feel better or be the way in the long run you know I feel like she is she's like the reckless side of Selena Mm -hmm. she is what Selena would be if she didn't ever rein it in right because she is just as she's just so focused on her pain from the past and yeah and the grudge which i can understand and i do think she really liked selena and i think their friendship was real what what was so stone cold is like i understand you make the deal with the guy you have to kill the silent assassin which that's your mentor and that can be hard it was so stone cold that she just like without even thinking about it, killed her boyfriend or lover or whatever. And I was just like, damn, girlfriend. Like, well, and put at risk all of these people that she's been living I with know. and training with and working with. 
I know. It was pretty wild. I loved the, like, final comment when, you know, she, Selena comes back and saves the day, and she's like, get, you can have the horse, get your stuff, and then... She um, gave her, like, an, an extra 20 second seconds, longer. yeah. And she fires it, and she's and it lands, like, right behind her, and she's like, she waited the one second. Which is good, and I'm soft. sure she will come back. Oh, yeah, I think she'll the, come back, too. I feel like she might be, it might be one of those situations where it's like, they're, like, against each other at first, you know? Like, however it is, they end up on, like, opposing sides, because obviously the trust isn't there. But then there'll be some, like, character development, character arc, and then there's, like, a switching sides from Ansel's situation. I want to go back and see if it says where she's from to see if that plays into It said she book. is from, I think I wrote it down. Hold on. Like, I want to see if the, the healer girl is me. Is she from She's LA? from, I wrote Flatlands or Briarcliff, which maybe those are, like, the same things, or maybe Briarcliff is a town in the Flatlands region. Hmm. I don't remember. It it said it was that area was rife with magic, but then cursed when the Iron Teeth clans destroyed the kingdom. But that was a place they talked about it. There were um, witches there, and like that was a big like magic area, and then it got all destroyed. But you can only destroy magic with magic, right? I yes, that's my thought process. I feel like it, and we'll talk about it a little bit more in the next one because we get better examples of magic like this is just saying magic so Mm -hmm. we don't know what all that means but i think only magic can keep magic at bay like what does that mean i just banished magic from the lands there has to be some kind of something that you put in there and then like in a lot of stories there's like old magic and newer magic and all these different things so i'm sure it's got to be something like that but yes so then she Saves the day there. I love, you know, she gets the um, money from the silent assassin. And he's always like, and he's like, you can, um, you're always welcome here. Like, you can come back anytime and like, you know, pay off your debts. And I I thought that was great. And yes, I think the spider silk man is somehow going to come back somewhere. Well, yeah, because she promised. She made like an oath to him or something, right? Oh, yes. She made like a vow to, to come back. Yeah. So that will be, I liked I liked that story a lot, and it. I'm glad it was kind of in the middle, because it did, because you're, like, reading the first two, and you're like, okay, all right, and then it kind of picks up and gives you a little bit of drama to keep you going through the rest. And then the assassin in the underworld was the fourth story, which is where she's back home after being in the desert, and Arabin is, like, a true abusive person, you know, like, oh, have this kind of stuff. Oh, <laughs> sorry, everybody, we have... We have dogs. It's just, it's just the real life for you. And so, yeah, he's like, you know, winning her over with new outfits and, oh, you don't have to buy this for me and stuff. And then he gives her the job. So the king of Missande, I think I'll say, it, I'll say it, and his wife are visiting in town. And he frames it that the wife hired them to kill the king because the king is wanting to build a road in that town, which will open up kind of the slave trade because they'll have a, a new pathway and like a more efficient way to move slaves through. And she's post is anti-slavery. And so she's like, there's all these names of these people who don't support this movement. And he's trying to exploit those people and get them to agree and build this road. That part, this part was so crazy confusing to me because they set up certain people as being bad Mm-hmm. 
And that's why I just really think he's a straight-up asshole. Arabin is just an asshole. I think he has for his the king. own agenda. Yeah, that is probably connected with the king, I'm sure. Because like we said, there's no way he could operate this in the same town as the king. Like, maybe if he was far, far away and it was harder to get to him, maybe they wouldn't be so in cahoots. But there's no, he's literally in the same town. And there's yeah. no way this king that's the so king powerful... So yeah. Right. Be like, that, I'll just let this group of assassins live in my... Just take over for their own town. interests. Yeah. Yeah. So, and obviously they're very wealthy and, like, powerful, this group of assassins. So, I think, yeah, there's... He's got his own agenda that definitely correlates with the kings, I'm sure. Not like a super ton happens in this other than we just find out I think Arabin is an asshole and was playing, you know, double sides. Which I was kind of like, that's probably a possibility. Especially because he's like, you can keep all of the money. It's all yours. Don't worry about it. Here's a new uniform. I was like, okay. But um, I liked how she went to the little seamstress and was like, at the yeah. spider silken. I know, and you and she kind of frames it like you think it might be on her uniform, but then it's on Sam's, which is just like, darling, darling Sam. And so at the end, you find out, obviously, that was happening, but in reverse, where the king himself, the queen, or the ex-wife, was the one who was wanting the road to be built, and she was in favor of the slave trade. The king was trying to stop it, and the names she got were the list of people that they wanted, so that way they could do what they said he was doing so it was all it was like one of those things where it was very confusing because it was all true it was just the opposite so it was like yeah opposite day of who was doing who but was i doing feel what. like that story is another example of how she just kind of like sees red and forgets her right. training and then that right. really messes her up just yeah, like the like, girl in from the silent assassin group right she has her like goal in mind and doesn't stop because there are a couple different times where people try and like reason with her say like wait a second what about this it doesn't fit or whatever and she just kind of is like well even her own mind not. like i know i can't see anybody in there but i'm gonna go ahead and jump through this window i know so yes that fourth story ends with her freeing herself and sam and being like i am here's here's the money and i'm moving out and away from you which i was like come on home slice he's never he's never gonna let that go like you gotta get out of town if you want to but she didn't want to i know so then the final story which really i think sets up where she is and obviously what happened with everything okay i think this is what i was thinking of i think i combined yeah. the last two right because they are pretty much one right after the other but so this one her and sam have both gotten out they want to like officially leave the assassin's guild which makes me laugh that it's called that because it reminds me of like the writer's guild you know for like Hollywood and stuff and it's just this like group of people and I just picture them sitting around and you know wagering all these different jobs and stuff but they have to formally get out and pay to get out. I think that's weird. It's yeah it's super weird. How did you feel about Sam? In what regard? His character just, overall? Just, or, or yeah his... and like how he fits in did you assume he was going to die? I did and really I thought he was a he fit he fit the first love bill. Yeah. I think so, too. But I think he had a lot of insecurities, and he was still too... I mean, to just revert back to the to the other series, he was the Tam one mm-hmm. in a roundabout way. Like, he wouldn't yeah. really listen to her opinion. He was right. She needed to trust him. Blah, blah, blah. He was going to take care of it. She needed to wait here. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's the move that I 
hate, I hate that move when it's like, I want you to be safe. So I'm going to go do this thing. Like when they, when he says, I'm going to kill that guy by myself and then we'll do, she is the fucking hypothetically best assassin there is. Like she can handle herself. Two assassins are better than one. Why are we splitting up? Why are we, why? It drove me crazy. Yeah. I think he's obviously like a little bit sweeter good intentions tamlin sure yeah i just mean i just meant in the way of oh i want you safe like just like what you said earlier like you don't realize that there's something Mm -hmm. that there was something missing until you find the thing that was missing and then you look back with hindsight and you think oh okay exactly and i was just like my tiktok has now really strewn like skewed to the world of books and so it's so funny because I don't see that many, like, just straight-up spoilers where someone's like, this happens in this book. But you get these, like, names or you get these little audio bites and all these different things. Whenever I was reading just the first story, I was like, I've never heard anything about Sam before. That's not a name I've heard. I was like, there's no way he's making it out of this first <laughs> book. Plus, it's like, when they start building the world, and of course, obviously, it's the very first book. When they start building, like, the, we're going to be together happily ever after and we're going to have this whole future. You're like... No. And she's like 16, 17. You're like, no, she's... Yeah. No, you're not. I was pretty sure... So they never say... Sam comes to Selena and says, like, I have this client who says we need to kill this... I think he's like the crime lord, basically, yeah, of the Yeah, he's like town. the mob... A mobster. Yeah. Which, again... The mob man. How can a mobster exist in a town where the king is as intense as he is? Right. And there's this supposedly the group. world's best... assassins i feel like the mobster though that's very they're managing all that little petty crime and so the king's like as long as nothing major is going on like you can do your your gambling you know fighting rings and you can do your yeah brothels drugs like you can you can have all that and play like badass while the actual badasses do their world domination situations but it doesn't seem like they were just playing badass it does not, and that psychopathic second hand is pretty intense. I thought that that story was intense and mm-hmm. really cool, really cool how they all like whipped out gas yeah. masks. Yep. I just thought, but <sighs> just like you, the second one they should have never split up. Two, whenever he doesn't come back very soon, why don't you just go there? Like, just go to the house and go find him. So I was reading that, and my anxiety was just through the roof and then yes it's her blind which i can't say i would be any different but her just blind after she finds that he's dead and she just then is like she dives right into that window just straight and And i loved pushed her into that i know and you're just like girl so take like a half second i know like well he knows her so well and he knows yeah smart to think of all this it's really kind of mind-blowing that's what I love about books, too, is you're just like, how did, this, how did these whole worlds come out of your noggin? It's hard for me to come up with a grocery list. Not even a list, like, what should I feed myself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I the like? ingredients <laughs> that go into it. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I was like, but I thought it was so sweet. Um, you know that, like, security guard for Arabin? I think his name was Wesley. And so she, like, sneaks out of her room, and he catches her, and he's like, trying to stop her it's like please just listen to some people i know but she was seeing red she that is like her she was yeah it's such a big flaw but how do you not do that i agree and i think there was a part of her that was not expecting to live she was just hoping they also died too revenge a little bit so i think that was a little bit part of it she was like yeah all these guards and stuff may kill me but i'm gonna kill these 
people first. So, and then she, so she does get caught. She gets placed in the King's Dungeons. Interestingly enough, they don't just kill her right away. They decide to send her to Endavir, which is the slave camp up in the, the salt mines up in the north. And she's basically broken and then at the very end summons some some strength from Sam and that white stag whenever she's in her Oh yeah, her when she's like land. on the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I and I love cool. it does end and I love the I love just the notion that little thing where you just like say your name and you're like, I will not be afraid, you know, and it's I love just kind of the like fake it until you make it situation. And then there's that little tiny bit as she's headed out of the city in like the prison cart or whatever, that Aerobin is watching her leave and he's talking to that psychopathic second hand. Oh yes, and they're up on the roof, right? And so you do yeah, so you do learn that he set that up. And it's so dumb if I feel like there has to be something bigger at play. But like the psychopathic guy's like, why'd you do it? And he was like, because I don't like other people playing with my things, basically. Her and Sam were going to go on to this better life. And so Sam was a threat because he'd taken him away from her or her away from him. And I was like, that's... I think that's a load of crap. I think there's still more to it. And I think he's going to come back and say... Part of it. I think he's going to come back, and if he sees Selena, he's going to be like, this was all part of my plan to make you the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm, so you mm-hmm. could or there's something and become stronger. Definitely. This was all for you. I feel like it's going to be one of those situations, there's going to be some kind of big arc where we're all like, why do you fucking trust this person at all? But she, like, can't help it just because that brainwashing is so deep. I hope she kills him. I think she will. I think she's going to tear down the whole glass castle eventually. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that was the first book. I was like, this is fine. I don't know if I knew nothing about the series and like the fact that everybody loves it. I, I'm not really, I'm a, a pretty big, like even if I don't like it, I'm going to try and finish something I started kind of person. It doesn't win you over at the, the very beginning, but it also wasn't the very first book released. So it probably wasn't intended to. You were won over. I feel, I feel like I enjoyed reading it. But it didn't just completely take over my world. Exactly. I didn't... I do really like Selena. But also a lot of the characters that are in it are not going to be in the series. So there's not a ton of people you could just latch onto that you're like... With A Court of Thorns and Roses, you're like, I, I like Lucian. Like, I like that friend. Or, you know, all these different... Obviously, like, when you meet uh, Resand and stuff, you're like, okay, I have to find out about this person. You know, she's the only person that you really can hold on to because I... Oberyn, Arabin is going to be in the rest of them, but not as, like, her companion or anything, so. Yeah. I wasn't really getting attached to these characters yet, because I didn't know how big of a play each of them were going to have, so. Well, and you, the way it's set up, you really can't get attached to them, because it's just little bitty blips. Right. Yeah, you don't know that much about them, so. But. Okay. It was interesting to set it up that way. Yes, and I like the, I like the breakup of the five stories, you know, and not just one big story. You can kind of cut out chunks that way. And just tell, like, the parts that you want to tell. So I thought it was good. And I was excited. I was like, okay, I'm ready to, like, get into what the series is. So if you're ready to get into what the series is. If you haven't already started them, so that we're going to do them, I think, every two weeks. Just to give ourselves and maybe people time to read the book before we talk about it. Because this is definitely a spoilers podcast, so... If you have not read the book and don't want to know, <laughs> we should don't listen. That. We should put that like. That'll go in the video. <laughs> so, yes. And then 
And then if you just want to laugh at us with all of our predictions and things that you're like, you are so wrong, <laughs> join in. And hopefully we're going to do, I think, a bunch of series because there's that's obviously just fun and it's fun to kind of live in a world for a little bit. But I think we're going to do also some one-off books. It's we're going to do some, yeah, every everything that you love, we love too. And it's going to take over and we're going to have lots of thoughts and opinions about it. So... <laughs> please come back. If there's certain recommendations that you're like, you have to read this series or this book, let us know. And inside on how to pronounce the names. Yes. Inside on how to pronounce the names. Don't yell at us. We don't know. I (laughs) couldn't get the audio book. I tried. It was not available. Well, and I don't trust them either because listening, because I listened to the audio books for Court of Thorns and Roses and some of them said, certain things one way and then like yeah. the next book the narrator would completely switch it yeah. up and say say it a different way something else exactly so just just let us know what's the common way and we'll do it or but, not because sometimes those not. names that we hear in our head are just gonna stick <laughs> that's true but thank you everybody for joining <laughs> tbd on the name whatever we decide that's what it'll be called <laughs> and we will next is throne of glass yes so we'll see you in two weeks Goodbye. Bye.